I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. TMS is brought to you daily by and large by the support of our patrons at Patreon.com slash TMS, like Chris Ross, Nick, and Corey M. Jimenez. Coming up on TMS... Chachala. Sounds out of my face. Never go full bishop. Adobe Fresca. Love me some underage ward. <laughs> Moon Knight, also known as Phil Spector. I will be going there. I need to come in and think. <laughs> Ernie Kovacs and his freaking monkeys. Randy Quaid's world is stupid. Why don't you just give them the answer? The cadence of nonsense. Tom Cruise slash Hanks. Experimenting with Tom Merritt. Pretending Randy had a Charlie with Nicole on recommendals and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Bobby, I didn't think I'd ever need to tell you this, but I would be a bad parent if I didn't. Soccer was invented by European ladies to keep them busy while their husbands did the cooking. In the name of Zeus's She's only your girl because she ain't had a taste of the Duke yet. This is the Morning Stream. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to TMS. The Morning Stream is now, and uh, here's the date. It's Wednesday, August 16th, 2023. I'm Scott Johnson, and that's Brian Ibbett. Hi, Brian. Hello. Welcome to the second half of of August. Oh my we're now gosh. we're now on our way out of August as opposed to on our way in. Didn't you just literally say this for July like five seconds ago? Probably. Yeah, probably. <sighs> it just it gets it just oh just I don't like gets it. us. I don't like time. It. I I don't feel like my days are any crazier. I don't know what it is. My no, perceptions. I know. I know. It's just all effed up right now. Whatever. Really look, hey kids, you have something to look forward to. Time as it feels to you right now will not last. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Enjoy the feeling of pushing that boulder uphill because uh, <laughs> you get to a certain point and it's going to just roll downhill and there ain't a damn thing that you can do about nope. it. Nope, ain't stopping that rock, that stone yeah. from rolling. It'll be a rolling stone. It's a rolling stone. Won't gather any moss though, which is nice. No, that's, that is that's nice. The thing that's you got nice, look, to look forward to. Yeah, there's a nice ways. benefit yeah. to it. It turns out. Um, I was thinking about something the other day because, yes. uh, for some people, okay. So my brother, Matt, he has a very thick Korean accent mm-hmm. and some people can't understand what he's saying when they're in the same room as me listening to him. I understand every word he's saying. They don't understand it at all. And it's, that's expected. You're around it. So you're used to it and you understand. Yeah. That. You, you learn to, right. You learn to understand. Sure. Sure. And I do this pretty well with any Asian accents. You could have very thick um, 
accents in in Japanese, Chinese, Mandarin, Mandarin, whatever. It doesn't matter. I can mm-hmm. I can suss it out, and I think it comes from being raised around uh, you know native Korean speakers trying to learn English, and for whatever sure. reason, I just pick up on it. So it's not a problem for me. Some people struggle with it. I don't at all. Um, there are certain like really deep Irish accents mm. that I have to really screw up my face to hear like yeah wait yeah. a minute what did he say you know like so they're so i oh I, sure or british even heavy thick british like you know uh, uh peaky blinders we got to turn subtitles on for peaky blinders yeah that's another good example so yeah. anyway it's a thing and it got me to thinking what does english sound like because i know what like if you said something in japanese right now i'd go Oh, that's what it sounds like when someone's speaking Japanese. I don't know the language, but I I can recognize you someone can recognize speaking that it. it's Japanese, right? Yeah. And I always think because we're from that the perspective of the English speaking side, hearing some other language, how do we sound to them before they know any English? Sure. And I found an example of it. Somebody actually recorded this, and I'm going to play it for you, Brian, because it's so I don't know why this is so weird to me. Because it's immediately like this sounds like English people talking, but I don't know what they're yeah. saying. So I'm, I'll okay. play it and then we'll 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 talk about it. It's pretty weird. Check this out. So I actually offered on the watch today. Oh. Yeah. The dolls are wonderful. Can't believe that more album, John. Did you stop by the love lock call? Yeah, I come by the mentioning. I played that private by the wrong front line today. Oh, the raising man with the National Marine. That for me you create that tradition. I mean the mic's not great, but <laughs> <laughs> but they're just talking in like great. nonsense, yeah. like, almost simplish. It's like it is like simplish English. Yeah. It's so funny. It's like uh, I feel like I'm hearing the word oh do, 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 today. You know, like <laughs> like at the end of a couple of the things, it's like they end up with today. But yeah, um, yeah, that's wild. That is uh, right. If you were, if you, I, I now now I know exactly what you mean. Mm-hmm. If you were to hear this and you didn't speak English, you would say, oh, that sounds like people speaking English. Yeah. And yeah. I, and and up till now, until I got this example, I didn't know how to describe that because how do you like right. to me? You and I are saying words right now that we comprehend, and then we respond to each other, and it's just you know we never think of this because we're in the thick of talking, you know. But we never think about well, what is what is actually happening? Well, my lips are moving, my tongue is helping out, my teeth are there to do a little bit of the work. We got the throat and the lungs. All this stuff is contributing to sounds coming out of my face. Yeah. That you recognize immediately because you also know this particular pattern slash language that I'm using, but other people don't. So what does that sound like to them? Like that, I don't know why that fascinates me. It's just so weird to me. So to hear that was like, oh yeah, right. Of course they would hear the familiar cadence. I I feel the cadence of it. Right, it's familiar to me. But they're saying nonsense. I don't know. I just find that. Yeah. I find that no, fascinating. It's- yeah, it's it's uh, that's that takes a really a really good talent too to be able to come up with English sounding gibberish. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I could do it. I'm trying to think, mm-hmm. would I go? I'd have to have a script. I can't do it. I can't, honestly, I can't do it. Like how? Like yeah. those people, yeah. the way they were talking. Um, I'll even skip ahead and do this a little bit here. I got some I didn't play. Oh, hey, Natsu, what's in it's carpetable. Hashing guards actually. Tracy Palin not having it since like four days. So how were they whipping that out so fast? All right, well, it's funny because some of it, like I could have he just said Tracy Palin. Da, 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 da. <laughs> like there's there's some weird <laughs> parts of that that sound like 
English, but then there are other parts. And what is with the elevator music playing along with this? I don't know. I feel like in a way that it's designed to make it harder. I don't know. I don't know. it up. Yeah, like you're watching a movie uh, with two characters talking or something. Yeah, I would almost rather rather hear this where somebody is just out loud talking on a good microphone so I can really break it down. Maybe there's some video somewhere I could find this, but... I don't know. I went in. A, I went down a weird rabbit hole on this, and I started looking up linguistics, and mm-hmm. you know, like you know, you hear somebody like um, <clears throat> you hear somebody from Africa from a tribe that where they did the popping and the snapping sounds when they when they yes. speak. I forgot that yeah. whatever it's called from like uh, that movie Swahili from uh, the Gods that Must Be Crazy. That's yeah. it. I think, yeah. Is it Swahili? I can't, I can't remember what which uh, something like that. But yeah. they got all the yeah. all that yeah. stuff going on, and to us, we hear that and go. The, what the hell are you doing right yeah <laughs> like that oh, doesn't amy it, amy says it's uh kosa shosa i don't know how you pronounce see there we go is it kosa yeah <laughs> is that well, how it's pronounced i don't know i don't know but i but i hear that and i just go well that's ridiculous that's not language mm-hmm. and then you learn better and you're like oh no it is language and to them that sounds really normal what do right. i sound like right. to them that's what i want to know do those people hear me and just go what the frick are they saying Kosach. Okay, that's how it's pronounced. Yeah, it'd be really cool, or Kosa. Um, you know, hearing that, right, with the, the pops and the clicks and stuff, wouldn't that be great if we used that for punctuation in English? Like, oh. when we spoke English, we would be like... Uh, <laughs> A little at the end? Yeah, like, uh, uh, I just don't feel like going to work today. <laughs> <laughs> like kind of a sad period at the end? Exactly. <laughs> but then if you're making a really important statement, you'd be like, I will be going there. <laughs> right. Yeah, like right. some kind of really important one. And then what would you do for an exclamation point? What kind of sound is that? Oh, that was that was the the was what I would do for the oh. exclamation point. Uh how about a question? Period. What'd you do for uh, a question? Question mark is tough, right? What would you do? <laughs> I just whistle. <laughs> hey, are you gonna go to the movies tonight? <laughs> see, that's what's and see again, this gets to the whole like origin of language and when decisions are made i mean obviously it's a long process over thousands of years and you know latin gets in there and everybody it's all this big mix of things i understand that it's not simple it's not as simple as somebody woke up one day and went uh fellow cave people uh just like to let you know i've i've come up with a language we're all going to be i understand it doesn't work that way but to me it's fascinating that we didn't we decided that the emphasis would not be a sound but instead how high we might raise our voice. So if I want to say, I don't like bees, I'm going, I don't like bee. Like I'm going wee yeah. way over here. Well, that's right, a, that's right. a, why, why isn't it? I don't like bees. I'm like, why isn't it that? Yeah. Right. Right. I don't know. This is stuff stoners know. think of. It's, it's, I need to, I need to go back to Vegas and give me, give me some gummies and think about these things more. <laughs> Gosh, dang. I don't know. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. I just like to get to the roots of humanity. I'm so sick of the surface level stuff. I just want to know, you know, why do we do what we do? Mm-hmm. And, uh, I don't know. By why. the way, uh, People in the chat room are, are clamoring about the Victor Borga. Victor Borga does apparently a bit about uh, this, about phonetic pronunciation. Uh, I've seen Victor Borga. It's not right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Nice one. Nice, nice deep Thank cut. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, um, how do you got, listen, are you all my grandparents in there? How do you all know about Victor freaking Borga? <laughs> right. Were you going to tell us about Leslie Kovacs at some point? Yeah. That's weird, man. Is it the punctuation thing? Is that the I think bit? it must be. Yeah, it must Let's be. Let's see if I can find a tiny taste of it. Um, 
Here we go. I invented it many years ago when I first noticed that people who speak together often fail to understand each other clearly. Okay. Now, when we read or write, we use punctuation marks in order to underline the meaning of Oh, this is literally what we talked about. The, the it's literally what we talked about. What are his noises? Let's hear his noises. Yeah. But we do not have that support when we speak. So why not integrate punctuation marks into our speech? Then we can underline what we intend to convey to each other verbally. Okay. Give us an example. Uh, what the hell was all that noise? <laughs> I always get involved in all these speeches and things like that. It was right. What? <laughs> I'm not sure we're there yet. Hold I'll on. teach you how to use the system. It's okay. very simple. All right, hurry up. A period sounds like this. Oh my gosh. Oh. What the frick, Brian? <laughs> It had to be. Listen, I've heard. I've heard Victor Borga. I must have this. Have had this in my. Uh, uh, I don't know. I, I prefer There's to no think way. you predicted it. I think you predicted it. That's what I. I'm going to go with that story. Uh, hold on. Let's see what he says for the the rest of these. Yeah. Let's. Oh yeah. The exclamation point is a vertical dash with a period underneath. Okay. Okay. So. <laughs> so he's doing the. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. So that's a two-parter. Yeah. See. That's the a question mark. Oh, that's a comma. Taking uh, two commas. Uh, if you happen to be left-handed. <laughs> Question mark is a little difficult. <laughs> <laughs> so was this guy like a... I mean, would you call... Was Victor Borga a stand-up comedian? Was that his deal? <sighs> stand-up comedian. See, that's a, that's a... I mean, yeah. He was a... Was he? He was also a pianist, or am I? I know Tom Blair was a pianist who would do this sort of thing too, where he'd combine academic comedy with piano. Yeah, he's got a. Um, in fact, in this bit here, he's got a giant piano in the background, although he doesn't look like he sits at it. Yeah, and Victor enough. Victor Borga was a pianist as well, and I'm trying to remember, like, is he? Um, shoot, yeah, I mean that's it's kind of his own thing. Um, and Jeannie says that too. He was his own thing. Yeah, because it, it I, I wouldn't call what he I mean what he's doing definitely feels like stand up. You mm. could easily hear Jerry Seinfeld saying, "So I got, got interested in wondering <laughs> what it would be like if we start pronouncing punctuation. <laughs> Why don't we pronounce punctuation?" Yeah, that's a good point. It kind of is not that different, I guess. It's it's, it's a yeah. form of stand up music music in, mm. assisted stand up. That guy lived in ninety, died in two thousand. Was born in 1909. Well, that's that's the math. That's easy. Yeah. Anyway, oh, there I you go. To, uh, it reminds me that I need to go back and listen to some more Tom Lehrer. I love that guy. And yeah, I talked about this in chat. I've been chatting with Jeannie. Ernie Kovacs is who I was talking about, not Leslie Kovacs. My Hungarian grandparents had a friend named Leslie Kovacs, and I would I would do that all the time. I think when I was a little kid, I even asked if they were related because we would watch the Ernie Kovacs show yeah. with those freaking monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> the one, the smoking a cigar, oh, Nairobi, Nairobi yeah. trio. Yeah, that that music has permanent residence in my brain. That doom, 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 doom. So you'd watch this at uh, your grandparents' place? Is that you said? Yeah, we watch at my grandparents' place. Yeah, after Love Boat, before Fantasy Island. Sure, sure. No, you had you had the whole geriatric lineup over your over at your grandparents. Um, the, uh, I don't, I didn't, I guess I don't know him that well, but I, but there, I know, I remember everybody from Letterman to Carson, 
um, uh, many others all claim that he was like a big influence on whether or what they ended up doing. Mm-hmm. Like Ernie Kovacs was like a proto late night talk show host variety yeah, hour variety. Guy. Yeah, totally. That completely with little comedy skits and stuff like that. I mean, it was uh, God, no kidding. That stuff predated so much of that stuff. SNL and and uh, Mad TV and Fridays and you know. Yeah, he died uh, young, forty two is all. Oh, really? Kovacs yeah, did? Jeez. it was a car accident. Uh, Chevrolet Corvair yes. station wagon. Oh, uh, unsafe at any speed. Isn't it, that the Corvair deal? I think that's. <laughs> I think that is the deal. Uh, the crash near a power pole in West Los Angeles uh, on a tight turn. Let's see. Was throwing half almost died instantly from chest and head injuries. That's that's gnarly. You don't like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There it is. Unsafe at any speed. So that's uh, uh, Ralph Nader's book about the Corvair. About that basically. car. About that car specifically. Yes. Oh, I bet this is a high-profile version of, or reason that you would want to even have that book. You know, like yeah. When you have a famous act or famous uh, dude have this happen, people at his at his uh, at his funeral were like Jack Lemmon, Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin, George Burns. Wow. Groucho Marx, all those people, they all, man, he was a big Yeah, Groucho Marx doesn't surprise me. It feels like those two would have had such a tremendous influence on each other. Yeah, how could you not? Yeah. All right, you guys, we'll pull back into the the 20th century and 21st century. (laughs) Exactly. All right. (laughs) Enough old people talk. Brian says he's still in a meeting as of uh, 9.25, as of five minutes ago. I wonder wonder if he's free yet. Well, we'll we'll check him in a sec. Here, I'm going to play. Here, I'll read you this thing in the meantime. Oh, yeah. Okay, we have more stuff. Good. All right. Yeah, we we talked about movie props, which ones we would steal if we were going to steal a movie prop. Uh, Ron from PA wrote in on our text line, 801-471-0462. It says, Dear Tots and Beans. That doesn't work, though. Because Beans works for Brian, but Tots doesn't work for me. Right? No, but Tots, but Tots sounds like Scott. And oh, it's even got four of the five letters of your name. So. All right, we'll we'll I'll, allow I'll, it. Objection I'll overruled. Allow it. Yeah. yeah, objection yeah. overruled. Here's what it says: uh, More movie props I'd want. Number one, <clears throat> the original uh, series space shuttle from Star Trek. Okay. So that's big, though. I don't know why you'd want that, but it, maybe he yeah. means the model. If it's the model, sure. I'm sure it's just the model. Sure. Yeah. Right. Okay. Totally a model. Uh, two, the mech suit from Aliens. That's a great. That's a great pick, right yeah. there. Isn't okay. there a like a McFarlane toy? Somebody makes a highly realistic version of her inside of it, uh, scaled down, obviously, but um, hmm. it's like a twelve. I know that the um, the three D artist uh, Wicked that I that I follow just did it. Well, yeah, I showed you that diorama that's got Newt and the Queen and Ripley in the mech suit. And uh, I am probably thinking of that. Bishop, bishop and a half, yeah, half a bishop. I think I'm thinking of that because you did just send be. that, and that really stuck with me, especially the bishop yeah. one. I want half bishop real bad. That was awesome. I know. We'll see. I'll see about printing you a half bishop. That was so cool. I don't want full <laughs> bishop, just half. Bishop. No, no. Well, all I can print you is half. I can only print you half bishops. Okay. Yeah. Or you could do um, who was who was the synthetic in the first one? Uh, Ash. Ash. Oh, Ash. Give yeah. me. I want Ash uh, shoulders and head. No, he was just head. He was just head. He was kind and, of shoulders, uh, right? We'd have to have a little bunch of tubes hooked up that would uh, pour milk out of his face. Yeah, yeah, you got to have that. Uh, let's see here. Number three, he says, the piece of glass from John McClane's foot, or a piece of glass. I guess he means the big one he pulled out. Uh, yeah, because he does pull a lot of glass out of his foot. But again, that's a thing that you would have to then explain to people is what the prop is. Because you, you have it in a shadow box. Yeah. 
it'd be like, oh, that's the uh, piece of glass from uh, John McClane's foot in Die Hard. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. That's- yeah, you'd have to explain it. You'd put a little placard there. People would just have to believe you. You know, maybe you get a <clears throat> you get a close up or you get a photo you've zoomed in and enhanced with AI technology of the actual right. glass being pulled from his foot, and it will be the exact shape of the piece yeah. you have under glass, and then you could. You know, yeah. Show people, give I guess. The, give me the little uh, the model of Nakatomi Plaza that um, you know that uh, the the first death occurs next to, like the yeah. Uh, what's his face when he gets shot? Sure, um, that would work. I would also take yeah. what's his name's coke cam, but again, that's the same problem as the glass. That's the problem. You've got to explain it. Yeah. I want props that I don't have to explain. Yeah, that's, I'm, that's... I'm I'm with you. That's a good rule. Well, then you won't like number four. He says the fly from the worst episode <laughs> of Breaking Bad. Any any fly would look like that. I'm I'm afraid. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. Also, I would just I'll rephrase that. I think that is the fly from the underrated episode of Breaking Bad. I think that's a great episode, just because uh-huh. people were stopped from major story progression for one 45 minute period does not make it a bad episode. Uh-huh. Yep, I agree. Every series has a little. What do they call them? We had a word call, for it. They call it a bottle episode. Bottle episode, self contained. Yep. Yep. And there's nothing wrong with the self-contained episode. Nothing at all. And I love, I think Abed even says at one point in a community, an episode of community says, oh, this is a bottle episode. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he know. The, he broke, breaks the fourth those. fourth wall breaking and that, and that show is fantastic. Are they still doing that movie or is that on hold or do you do oh, know? Oh, God, I'll bet you that's on. Well, it was announced for this fall, now that you say that, so I'm guessing... Should be in post-production by now. Should be in post-production, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, by the way, while I'm looking for this... Oh, yeah, nope. Uh, the strike continues for another few weeks or months. It could set things back to 2024, summer 2024. Boo. So it, it apparently did not um, make it uh, okay. through the... Uh, before the strike started. It wasn't far enough where they had all the reshoots or whatever they needed, probably. Mm-hmm. That's a yeah. shame. Um, I saw at a Comic-Con, so this threw me. There's mm-hmm. this Comic-Con video floating around. i got to find it. I don't even know which Comic-Con or which city or whatever, but uh, it's Chevy Chase and um, Randy Quaid taking pictures with each other because, you know, they were in the vacation movies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um I thought Randy Quaid was like in hiding somewhere. Like, wasn't he like in? He like went to yeah, exiled uh, in Canada, right? Like, uh, self self uh, exiled in Canada. Yeah, and I just thought that was strange that he's out in the open just getting pictures done. I thought he said the FBI was going to snipe him if he poked his head out too far or right, whatever was right. going on there. Yeah, but he came to. He was he he and uh, Chevy Chase were here at the. Um, uh, expo, the uh, Comic Con thing. So fan if that's, expo. If that's the case, is this whole thing? Is he just bullshitting? Because this is how he keeps yes. relevant now. Do you think yes, that's probably? I'm just, this world is stupid. Why do we do that? Why? <laughs> I think I just think Randy Quaid's uh, world is stupid. I think that's it. Do you it think is stupid? What what kind of contact do you think Dennis Quaid and Randy Quaid have with each other right now? By the way, do you uh, think it's like I don't know Zoom hey, Thanksgiving? Are you and the wife coming to uh, <laughs> coming to Thanksgiving? Uh, yeah, and if he's like jealous of his nephew because uh, Jack Quaid's having a real moment, so he's like, oh, I don't want to hang around that kid. That stupid case mm-hmm. to change his diapers. I don't want to go to Thanksgiving with Jack Quaid. Right. He's, he's successful right. and I'm washed up. I don't want that. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> well, anyway, we'll find out more, um, I'm sure, as we go along. Yes. We have Brian Dunaway now. He is available. Oh, good. Availability confirmed. 
adding him to the call now. That means if you guys want to be a part of things today, you need to DM me on uh, Discord if you want to be our third pocket. It's not even a thing. I don't know why I said that. Our third pocket. Uh, but <laughs> if you want to win some prizes, that's how this is going to have to go. Oh, I'm in the wrong thing. <laughs> Shit, hold on. Oh. Uh, remove, not remove friend. Remove. <laughs> I'm in the wrong place. <laughs> remove from server. How do I get it? Oh, out of you here? added. Yeah, funny. Uh, yeah, I was wondering where you if you gave a photo of uh, Quaid and Shit. Chevy Chase uh, together. I was wondering where you might have put that because well, that, that's nice. who started our who started our recommendals group. Do you know who's in charge of that group? Because I um, didn't start it. I can't remove Dunaway now from that group. Oh really? I let me see if I can. I wonder if I started it. Try it. Um, it may have been Randy. I'm not how sure. How do I? Let's see. Brian Dunaway. Oh hi. He says remove. Do I remove friend? No, because that, that'll get rid of him I, as a friend for Yeah. No, I don't have the option to... Uh... <laughs> I think it was Randy. <laughs> it was Randy, yeah. Crap. All right. Well, whatever. We're adding him now. It's all going to be good. Sit yeah. back and enjoy this little intro we have. <laughs> Brian Dunaway joining the program as he does each and every Wednesday and Monday mornings. Hello, Brian. Welcome back to the show. Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Hi. Are you at home? Where are you? Are you need a meeting? What's going on? I'm. I'm. In, I just got done with a meeting. Oh, fun. So I'm on my portable. Yeah, oh. fun. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. A little meeting here and there never hurt mm-hmm. nobody, right? Yeah. Yeah. Except well, when we go thirty minutes long. Except over thirty minutes. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. Yeah. What uh, was there anything? Nightmare. Anything big going on in uh, your world to necessitate a more than half hour meeting? Like, what was going on? Is it serious? You know yeah, I mean? we're, we're we're changing our schedule a little bit, so yeah, uh, more news coming. Oh, that's right. That's oh, right. really? Yeah, there's uh, something coming. I, you won't know. We can't give details yet because yeah. you don't know yet, but it's coming. No, not yet. But I I, I know, but I don't want to talk about it here. Not no. now, right in a second. Jeez. No, hell no. Here, Pfft, forget it. But soon. Uh, well, and it's great to have you here and enjoy being in the recommendals planning group for as long as it lasts because uh, that's where you're also <laughs> at today. Oh, I got some recommendals. Oh, do you now? Fantastic. I mean, oh, you yeah. really could run they're rampant in there. V- they're mostly VHSs, but I got them. You could go nuts in there because Randy's not around to fix this. So uh, it's even better. He started the group. Idea. That's a great idea. <laughs> yeah, you could spread your poo poo wide in there, and nobody could do anything about it. Uh, anyway, it's good to have you I'm here. I'm always man. spreading my poo poo wide, but thank you. Yeah, here, well, that's <laughs> what we do. Uh, looks like we have. Oh, nobody's called in yet. What's going on here? Uh, no. Chat room, get in here. We need you. Maybe uh, they're Discord. in a meeting. Oh, we want. We want. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, we want one of you. We want to give some prizes away. We get some good prizes to give too. Yep. Come I on got, now. Uh, oh, I got one, but that was last week's winner. I can't necessarily do that oh. right away. Uh, so we need one. We need at least one more of you. Any of you want to hop in? It uh, doesn't matter who you are unless you won last gonna week. to win some prizes. Oh, I think we may have one. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe this is who this is. Okay, hold on. Here we go. <laughs> uh, can I add him without? Oh, we not friends? Hold on, dude. Oh, no, we're friends. Dude. How's dude. This, how, does, how come I can't do it? How come you won't come up? You're uh, having a lot of technical issues, Dick. You know, Scott. I really am. I don't know what's going on. So it's Joey Image. And he's in, he's, oh, I have to add him. Joey. Okay, Joey, I've, had, I've given you a friend request. You got to accept it. For some reason, you got your Maybe settings you set should. to not pull me in, or I can't pull you in. I hope we don't have to wrestle the mic from him. I mean, I hope you're right. Okay, hold on. Joey, no, it's still not working. <laughs> so, Joey, accept my friend request, I'm, and I'll pull you then, in here. And then define what a turnbuckle is when yeah. you get in there. We need, Thanks, to know, we need to know what a turnbuckle <laughs> is. All right, we're trying again. How much is a half Nelson? <laughs> hey, 
Hey, you. <laughs> All right, let's see. Let me try it now. Joey. No, he still hasn't accepted Joey. it. Joey. Joey, I got it. You got to accept Joey. my friend request. Before I can let you in, crap. All right, you know what? Uh, next week, Joey, for sure, because now oh. I've got to pick a different one. Uh, it's taking too long, so we're going to take BioCow. We know him. Oh, yeah. we know BioCow. Yeah, we know BioCow just fine. He's a cool dude. He's coming in. Uh, BioCow, welcome cool. to the show. Thanks for uh, for uh, uh, saving us here. We appreciate it. Hey, no problem. What's going on, man? You doing all right? You you're kicking it and living it and doing all that. I'm doing good. Keeping busy, yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's fantastic. Uh, BioCal, of course, famous for making our our rad uh, title selection stuff. Um, oh my but, god, yeah! So much, so much stuff that he has made uh, possible for us because of uh, oh, his yeah. technical acumen. And it spreads far and wide. I know mm-hmm. Tom uses it. Those those weirdos you're, you're down in Austin. Spreading a lot of things far and wide today. Yeah, yeah, just spreading it around. <laughs> Anyway, we're going to play a game. I know you know how this game works, uh, Preston, but we're still going to play it regardless. And uh, Brian Ibbett over here is going to explain it and tell you what prizes you're going to win. Brian, take it away. Darn right. It's time to play the Tadpooly Feud. I've surveyed the Tadpool on some nerdy topics, and Scott and Brian will have to predict the answers that they gave us. It's their job to see how many of those answers they can guess. BioCow, your job is more important than ever because you're going to be working with either Scott or Brian. If your team wins, you'll get a prize package that includes Quadrata, and Soul Searching, both on Steam. Quadrata oh. is this very cool minimalist game that that looks to be a lot more complex than it seems, just based on the images and the description I saw. Very. Um, I have not um, heard of this. It, it sounds interesting. No, it looks really Neither. cool. It looks okay. like something. That I, I play I would Soul Searching every day, though. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Your own game. Just Your you don't version. play it on Steam. You you play it in. Uh, in his yeah, part. Yeah. IRL. Yeah. It's, it's built into the uh, the OS. Yes. <laughs> It's in your firmware. Is that what you're saying? Right. Exactly. <laughs> Show us your firmware. It's in the BIOS. Yeah. Uh, nice. BIOS cow. <laughs> uh, well, excellent. Uh, that sounds like a little real good time. What's our topic today? So we can. Uh, your topic today. This came right from the tadpole. Um, so translate it however you wish. <laughs> good luck with this. Put your hands on your buzzers and answer the following. We asked 392 tadpullers to give their best response to this. Which Marvel or DC superhero has the best alter ego? Oh, geez. that took a long time to register. Like, did. I know, right? Uh, Go ahead. I'm going to say Clark Kent, Superman. So Superman. All right. Show me Clark Kent. Ooh, down Number the list. three answer on the board. Two answers will Number beat it. Number three. Number three. Really? Yeah, that's crazy. So not- I'm shocked by that. Yeah. I don't know why. Just that seemed like the easy answer that, for number one. That was but. one I was going to go with too, but I guess I'll just go. It, it's DC was so much better at the at, at those kind of. You know, my they? personal Were favorite they? is going to be Batman's alter ego, Bruce Wayne. Mm. All right, show me Bruce Wayne, millionaire playboy. Oh, number man. one answer on the board. Crap. Man, that gives you he's so he's so broody. He is. He is so broody. Well, then you and your bro- bro- BioCal and Broody Brian together at last. <laughs> What's Batman so upset about? He's filthy rich. Exactly. What's he got? Oh, my parents died. He's got everybody, died. And everybody's seen it in about 11 different movies. Yeah. My mom's he's got a He's got a butler and a cool-ass car and a motorcycle. An underage Wire. ward. Yeah, he's fine. Yes. Yeah, he's yeah, got an underage ward. Man, what yeah. I wouldn't do for an underage ward. 
Whoa. Oh, hey, not, this one might have come from you. This could have been. This definitely could have been yours. He, thing, he, he says, this sounds familiar. Did I submit this? I don't know who sub- – I don't have – uh, like when I get these suggestions, they come in the survey results. So I have no idea who submitted it. Mm. So I can't put any blame Interesting. on anybody. Yeah. No. All right. So All right. BioCal. Well, yeah, two yeah. answers already on the board. Eight left. What you got? Who's got the best alter ego? Oh, what you, what you think, uh, BioCal? What you got? I, I like Bruce Wayne because he's got all that money. But uh, on the yeah. Marvel side, who's got all that money? Iron Man. Iron Man. Mm. There you go. The Iron Man. Tony Stark got yeah. a heart of uh, of electricity. That's right. That's right. That's right. Former right. cocaine addict. Heavy drink. Oh wait, that's the actor. Never mind. Continue on. <laughs> no, no, that was that, that was, was the, also the Tony Stark. Well. Knew. <laughs> did yeah, Tony yeah. Stark do yeah. cocaine? I didn't know that. Is that I true? know about cocaine. Oh, yeah, he but was he the worst. A, oh, I knew about the, the drinking uh, substance yeah, yeah. abuse problem. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, uh, show me Tony Stark. Number four. Ooh. Alter ego. Mm. See, what else you got? What else you got? What else you got over there, BioCal? I got a few in the chamber. If you don't have one. Yeah, I got a couple. I, I also liked, uh, partly because we've been rewatching it, uh, with Scott, is uh, uh, She-Hulk. Oh, She-Hulk. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. She-Hulk, yeah. Jennifer Walters, attorney at law. Jennifer yeah. Walters, there you go. That's a good one. All right. Show me She-Hulk. Oh, oh my gosh. Man, yeah, I thought they would have, too. Number 12. Dang. People um, Poop. People liking the She-Hulk, but not as much as our top 10. Uh, People well, liking the She-Hulk. I'm guessing number, like two, the She-Hulk. number two is probably Peter Parker. So let's get it over with. Let's see if it's yeah, that's what rip I was going to say. That, uh, rip Peter off Parker. that Band-Aid? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Look, at that. Look at that. I even have, two. Do you have a Band-Aid right here, to rip Scotty, off? A Scotty Young oh. uh, model of half Peter Parker, half Spider-Man. Uh, I thought right you were going to pull nice. a Band-Aid off. I was really excited. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, rip that Band-Aid off. And Brian goes, oh, I actually have oh, one. Like, sweet. I actually have one right here. Here's a Band-Aid. Here's the sound of me ripping it off. <laughs> All right, show me Spider-Man. Yeah, number two. two. There you go. Predicted. Number great two. for points, though. Hmm. Yeah. So five through ten are still available. Then that's good. That's right. I right, know uh, we got a tie. Good ones. Yeah. yeah. Thanks to the well, magic that's true. Of one plus four and two plus three. That's true. <laughs> Let's do uh, uh, Bruce Banner. Oh da- sure, David Banner. If you're nasty, Banner. yeah. But we'll I go hear Bruce. you wouldn't like him when he's angry. That's, that's what I've heard. I've uh, heard about that guy. Yeah. All right. Show me Hulk. Yeah. Number six. You know, they always they always talk. He always says, he don't, you're not going to like me when I'm angry. But I'll be honest. Bruce Banner's sad. That's way worse. <laughs> it is worse. <laughs> when he's yeah. all sad and stuff. Yeah. When the credits are rolling on the old TV one. show. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Pretty good. Um, all right. Oh, now we're in I like some. like you when you're mad. We're in a weird zone here. You've kind of pulled out all the A-listers, haven't you? Yeah, it feels <laughs> yeah. like it. I'm trying to think of somebody. Oh, oh, how about Thor's alter ego? Oh, it's not my turn. <laughs> it's not your turn. <laughs> Thor's alter ego, uh, uh, Thor. Thor and Thor. I get he used, it. To, he used to have one. He did. He, he was Don one. Blake. He was a doctor. Yes, he was yeah. Dr. Donald Blake, who who uh, they they completely no retconned that. that origin. Yeah, because yeah, it's no, dumb. No one said that, so we don't have to worry about it. Yeah, no one said that. It's dumb. I got rid of it. Uh, let's go okay. with. Um, oh my gosh! Why is this so hard now? Uh, That's because uh, they don't want you to know their secret identity, Scott. Mm, That's why it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's do. I guess Wonder Woman. 
Let's do Wonder Woman. Let's get a woman on this list. My gosh, there's no women on here. What's Linda? Linda? Sure. What's her? What's her? What's her Diana. Diana Prince. <laughs> Not Linda. No, Linda Carter was Linda the Carter. actress. <laughs> yeah. Well. Well. But no, no, she, she really is. She really is Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman right. that, yeah, that yeah. we could consider her to be an alter ego. All right, <laughs> show me Wonder Woman. <laughs> Wonder Woman. Number eight. Good job. Oh, that's good points. Yeah. Oh, I'm liking this lead. Except I, I like BioCal a lot, and I'd like him to win. I'm, I'm, I'm seeing a lot of the JLA up here. I'm a little, yeah, yeah, a lot mm. of JLA up here. Mm-hmm. There's power in that. Uh, thing. his business. Um, okay, how about we try, maybe I'll stay in there for a second and say The Flash. It's kind of on people's okay. minds a little oh, bit. Yeah, what's, his, right. what's, his, what's his alter Barry, ego? Barry, you know, you, uh, Barry, Barry, Barry Allen? Uh, Barry Allen. Barry Allen, very good. That's one of them. There's others. Yeah, well, but. J- Jay, oh, totally. What was the uh, the old Flash with the, the big goofy helmet? Oh, uh, I forgot his name. It's not Barry Allen, though. No, no it's, it's old Flash. Old Flash. Old Flash. Yeah. <laughs> I call him. I call him F FTD Flash. Uh, F Murray Abraham. <laughs> yeah, right. He does. He yeah. looks like the. Uh, yeah, Jay Garrick. Thank you, uh, Merrick. And the there team. you go. All right, show me uh, the Flash. Oh, number ten. Oh, big money. Killing it. Oh, he's killing this bio cow. He's killing it. Let's see. Let me. Let's do a little math the here. Revenge. Sixteen plus ten, twenty-six. Scott needs to. You guys need now to run the board in order for bio cow to. Uh, All right. To win the prize. New yeah. goal. So there's only one way. There's only one way. Yeah. New goal. Run the board. That's all we're doing. That's right. I, uh, I blame. Yeah. I blame the tadpole for being sexist and putting Hulk at six and She Hulk at twelve. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> I agree. And then Wonder yeah. Woman at ten? Or no, sorry, seven? Or whatever? Eight. Yeah. eight. eight. Sorry. Wonder eight. Woman's at eight. Nine. All those flashes at ten. ten. All those numbers are throwing me. She's a she's an LA ten, but she's an Amazon six. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Rude. Snoo snoo. All right, let's do um Snoo Snoo. Uh done away got my dumb joke. Let's go um <laughs> Oh gosh. Uh people Really like that Oliver Queen thing. So let's say Oliver Queen and uh, Green Arrow. Sure. All right. Show me. He's trying to lose. You have failed this city. And I have failed this oh, answer. Oh, you have failed this feud. <laughs> All right. Fair uh, enough. Now look here. We can uh, still was... run this board, fellas. We... Oh yeah, we can. We can totally. Yeah. We can totally. We can totally get this. We can. We can talk freely now because it's not going to matter if we get it or he gets it. No, I don't care yeah. if I personally lose. I just won't put BioCal and some prizes. Yeah. Hey, how about some Steve Rogers with the Captain oh, America? Shit. What do you think? Of course. I thought about Steve Rogers. It's a good, good origin story because he's like a billion years old now or whatever. So yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, that's a good one. All right. Show me Steve Rogers. What? Come on. What? Surprisingly, Do you people even like comic books? One person. One only one person <laughs> actually said Steve Rogers. Really surprised me. Yeah. I guess Is it because of the whole Nazi thing that came later on? Is that uh, the prank people that he, no. that he was a Hydra that, that he liked? Yeah. Uh, oh that yeah. yeah, that's true. Possibly. Um, about that alter ego. Yeah, yeah. I just say alter ego. I don't say secret identity because everybody knows Iron Man is Tony Stark. It's just an alter ego. Right. Uh, yeah. Okay. So they don't. Oh yeah, that's true. MCU wise, he was he he came yeah. out at the end of that movie as opposed to yeah. the comics, mm-hmm. I guess, where he hid a lot. Um. Yep. So, what do you guys think of? Um, oh shit! It just slipped my mind. 
uh, uh, the TV guy, and um, uh, Matt Murdock. Matt Murdock. He. Oh yeah, Matt Murdock. Matt Murdock. Daredevil's alter ego. Do we right. biocow? Do you feel all right about that one? If I say that one, uh, it's it's up to you. I'm not playing with you. Well, that's true. But I'm trying <laughs> right. to win well, for you. Get those prizes in your hands, though. Yeah, damn it. Uh, let's go. Let's do that, Matt Murdock. Okay, I think that's all a right. good one. I think that's a good one. Sure. All right, show me Daredevil, Matt Murdock. Oh, Number five. Yeah. Very good. That's a good one. Okay. Two answers left on the board. I'm terrified of these last two. Um, yeah. Well, we've seen a lot of uh, uh, seen a lot of uh, the the Captain Marvel in the recent years. Is, are people into that? Um, the Carol Danvers. I don't know. I'm worried they're too sexist in our group. In our I yeah, so She Hulk man landed pretty low, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, I really like Carol Danvers, but oh shit, I don't want to lose this. All right, I'm gonna say um, it's not villains at all, right? It's all heroes. Just heroes. Yeah. It's whatever the sort of these people. It's whatever the tadpole uh, said, but I will tell you that everybody on here is a is a superhero. Everybody oh, they did good. Them. They did good this week. Yeah, no embarrassments. They did pretty good. Yeah, I will say that two people said Thor, and they're not. That also is not in the top ten. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, did anybody? St- Peter Quill. I'm pu- I'm just saying it. Peter Quill. Oh, there you go. Peter Quill. Oh, Star Lord. Star Lord. Man. Star Lord. Star Lord. Man. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Show me Star Lord. Shit. Yeah. Uh, let me Uh-oh. see if anybody. Gosh dang it. Uh. I didn't even think about Star Lord. Lord. Yeah. Nobody I mean, knows. it's almost like it to convince people that he's actually even Star Lord. Yeah, time, and right? it's not right, much exactly. of an alter yeah, ego, always... right? Like it's it's yeah, the pretty same. Pretty much everybody calls him Peter Quill anyway. In the, in yeah, the right, right. Yeah. yeah, that's a bad call. Um, all right, so you guys each have one strike left. I'm going to help you out a little bit. Right now, you can see that the the answers are pretty evenly divided between DC and Marvel, and I will say okay. that the last two answers follow suit. One is DC, one is Marvel, meaning that there are five Marvel characters okay. and five DC characters. I got you. This okay. So that might help you so, out a little bit. All right. Um, we, we was thinking about uh, Chikala, some Black Panther is what I was yeah. thinking about earlier. I know Ch- that's also Did you say Chikala? The- you said Chikala, didn't you? Chikala, yeah. <laughs> Did I say Chicala? That's what I said then. Oh, yeah. Is that what you heard? If you heard, if you heard, heard that, oh, listen, that's what I said. Listen, I can't speak Wakandan. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna uh, uh, Wakanda shame you for how you're pronouncing. No, you say it however you want to say it. Yeah. It's fine. I'm on my crappy microphone. I don't know what you guys hear. Oh, that's true. Yeah, you probably. <laughs> yeah, it's the microphone's it. fault. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, let's do that. Don't Chicala. Oh, wait, Coca-Cola. <laughs> <laughs> Show me Black Panther. Oh, come on. It's delayed. There we oh, go. Oh, I clicked that thing and it, it delayed. Yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah, Black Panther, not even in the top 20. What? Wow. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I don't I even know you people, people anymore. Those people probably didn't know how to spell uh, T'Challa. Mm. Okay. <laughs> that's a good point. Chikala. Chikala. I am so concerned about not getting this right. Um I'm gonna go. It, Don't look for help from Tom Merritt, by the way. If please. it's the, oh, is he in the chat? Um, if it's uh, DC's one left for DC, who would that be? The, All right, uh, both of them have had recent screen, runs. big and small screen appearances. All right, I'm going. I'm going with Aquaman. Let's do Aquaman. 
There you go. That's a good one, Aquaman. I don't know who else Arthur, this would Arthur be. Curry. Arthur Curry. Is that really, is that really a good uh, Arthur Spicer? Is that a good pick? He's giving you. He's giving you a hint. He's, yeah. he's saying, "Is that a good pick?" Tell me what's cool about Arthur Curry. Oh shit! Deadpool's what I meant to say and came out wrong. Deadpool. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good, but nothing recent from Deadpool. That that. Uh, shit. Uh, you know, baby. Uh, I mean, you're practically trying to trying to shove it. You okay. remember, you remember uh, when you mentioned Carol Danvers? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah that was a pretty good guess. Think, don't think on the Marvel side, that character, but uh, okay. maybe on the DC side. Oh, okay. Shazam? Oh, let's say that one. All right. Show me <laughs> Shazam. So Billy Batson? Billy. You people yeah. went with Billy Batson? All right. Sure. I was, was going to say Peacemaker, maybe. Oh, that's not bad. Peacemaker's <laughs> pretty good. Homelander. Uh, I know, Mark, Mark Fletcher. Why don't you just give him the answer? <laughs> right. I really tried. Yeah. Why don't you just give him the answer? So last one's now, Marvel. We know from sure. Marvel. Yep. Okay. And uh, has also had a recent, um, a recent series. A series. Okay. And uh, if I were to... Um, I mean, you know, I... I I had to keep things brief because um, putting everything on these family feud little squares would take a lot for this character. A series. Oh, okay. A series? A series. Well, Loki's huh. not a hero. I don't think I can help you any more than that without just handing it to you. I know. Me. That's about as... You've done everything you can. Um, <laughs> you've done everything I'll you take, can. Hey, Dunaway, I'll take hints from you. Do you have a, one that you think Brian's oh, hitting out here? Um... Because I can't. No, that's a uh, really good question. Two or three series. I don't even get Ibbett's hint either. I'm sure I'm going to get it later, but that's interesting. You will, you'll get it um, later. Yeah. That's a... I'll tell you, the chat room is screaming Moon Knight for some reason. Oh, it can't be Moon Knight. He's no. not that popular. But it's still good. I did okay. like the Moon Knight, though. Um, Could it? <laughs> Could it be Moon Knight? <laughs> All right, Moon Knight. Let's do chat it. room Let's seems convinced. Yeah, that it's Moon Knight. Show me Moon Knight. Oh my gosh, yeah. dude! And I'll list Mark Spector, but I could list like eighteen different names after Mark, Moon Knight, oh, which would be too much you. space for the. Uh, mm. for- I got you. Damn. The, the 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 chat definitely got your hint. Yes, they yes, were. They understood it. where they they picked up what I was putting down. Mm, um, they understood. They understood the assignment. They said, uh, so, "Pardon me, sir. Did you drop this?" Yeah, nice. nice I job. just love Phil Spector's work with Moon Knight. It was some of the best production uh, <laughs> value that, that Moon Knight ever had. And uh, too bad he pulled out that gun sure. and sure. and freaked out. Too bad. Yeah. <laughs> no. Who's uh, who's L- who else is on the bottom end of this thing? I'm curious. Oh yeah, let's uh, continuing uh, past number uh, ten. We've got Deadpool was number eleven. Wade Wilson, uh, Dazzler. There, uh, people said Dazzler. Oh, I guess trying to remember Dazzler. Allison something. Can't remember Dazzler. Dazzler's full over name. Black Panther. Coca-Cola. Oh, good luck. La- <laughs> uh, I guess BioCow just just rage quit. Oh, do like. we lose BioCow? We can, we know how to get up oh, stuff. No. Yeah, I can, I'm yeah. gonna message him with the uh, codes. Uh, uh, Batgirl, Ghost Rider, uh, Green Lantern, could there a bunch of different choices there. Martian Manhunter, yeah. Squirrel Girl, Thor, Wolverine, or Logan, uh, Beast. Martian Manhunter, come on, he's awesome. I love that guy. Oh, I, he is amazing, but I don't think yeah. of it. An think alter of ego. You don't really think of it with an alter ego. Uh, my favorite is somebody said Black Bolt, uh, Black Eagle Boltagon, because uh, he's got such a great alter ego. <laughs> 
I'm just going to take the first five letters from my first name and the first four letters from my last name and be Black Bolt. I love that, actually. Yeah. I wish they'd be uh, more. Christopher Smith. I don't know who Christopher Smith is. Uh, Red Lantern. <laughs> That's someone's <Dengar>. secret identity. <laughs> They're trying uh, to out themselves. Hong Kong Fui. Uh, oh, yeah, I know, yeah. dude. Did Tom, Merritt, one. did Tom Merritt vote for Hong Kong Fui? Because he loved he that cartoon. Yeah, certainly up. could have been, yeah. yeah. He's the number one uh, Kung Fu guy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. Paul Bunyan, Plastic Man, Poison Ivy, uh, Remy LeBeau, uh, Robin, uh, Spider Pig. Yeah, Robin. Uh, Stan Lee. Lee. Uh, well, okay. Peter Porker, by the way. Yes, Peter, it Porker. Is Peter Porker. Yeah, yep. that's amazing. The spectacular Spider Ham. Um, uh, and the bombastic Bagman, which I almost added to uh, Peter Parker's numbers, but uh, but I yeah. didn't. Oh, I don't know what the connection is there. Was that a Peter Parker thing? Bombastic Bagman. Yeah, he was uh, when he was. Um, he showed up to join the Fantastic Four. They said, "No, we're good. We're four. <laughs> yeah. And they turned him away. And he didn't uh, think uh, Human Torch burned up his costume or something. So they just gave him a Fantastic Four uniform and a paper bag to put over his uh, put over his head. Wow. So, I so hope that's like, the movie. I hope that's the new movie. Yeah, right that'd there. be a great movie. That'd be great. That that here's your here's your treatment for Fantastic Four. Yeah, Kevin Feige or whatever. Good luck with that storyline. Yeah. Uh, well, once again, we have a winner. That's awesome. I'll play this. Congratulations. You're a winner. winner. Wildcow's not here to tell us about how he feels about his win, but he is online to receive his prizes, and uh, he'll be getting those right after this or during this. He's got um, them right now. Yeah. Very nice. Congratulations, Biocow, and congrats to everybody else. Uh, uh, Joey, I'll make sure you're friended up. We can do this next um, uh, Wednesday. You can be our guy. Yeah. All right. You've got you've got automatic in. You're yep. automatically in. You're in like Flynn. Dunaway and I are in later with a little episode of uh, something we call Play Retro, a video game show all about old video games. And today we're going to be talking about the Oregon Trail. Uh, Brian and I both yes. got dysentery to prepare for this event. Uh, so we're both mm-hmm. uh, very sick. We've been on the road. I, Heck, uh, I've I've still got dysentery. Yep. I'm. I've also. I went across. A, I, I I waddle across a river. It was freezing cold. I'm not sure. I'm. I'm not gonna. I'm not, I don't think I'm gonna make it to Oregon. That's how much we're into Oregon Trail. So check that episode out today. It'll be up on the podcast, of course, and uh, live today at three thirty Mountain. Sorry, four p.m. Mountain time today. Uh, new time. New time. Who dis? Everybody. Four p.m. A half new an hour time. later than usual. Uh, just going to make a little a better buffer for uh, most weeks when we have DTNS. It makes it a little tricky to get in there on time. Plus, I give Brian a little less uh, craziness getting home and you know getting changed. Yeah, and all yeah, this yeah. Stuff. I like I like not running through the door and going. I'm coming. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah, four feels oh, good. And just a quick reminder that uh, yeah, we won't be or I won't be here for a feud next week because I'll be at the uh, heading towards the. The Southeast Meetup. Oh, is that Wednesday? I thought it was Thursday or Friday. Oh, is that next week? Yeah, is that it next week? It starts Thursday, but we're flying Wednesday to go to Savannah, Georgia. Oh, lovely. Ah, yes. I like that. But I'll be around because I'm we not wanted, leaving entirely up by the road. A, a day in the most haunted uh, city in uh, in the USA, which Fantastic. is Savannah, Georgia. They have oranges there. They got uh, uh, stuff, <laughs> other stuff. Gen- you don't know anything, do you, Scott? They got genteel. Just get back on the Oregon Trail. <laughs> they got genteel Southern folk. They got a really high, high um, uh, visibility. They got one court of the best cases. art schools around. That's true. They do. They do. There they got go. a giant airport. Delta Hub. Scad. Yeah, it's good stuff. And a lot of really hot, sweaty weather. So enjoy that. Hey, Dunaway, uh, I'll see you later for that. And uh, go prepare. Go get sick and prepare you uh, for uh, the Oregon. We're going to Oregon. Bye now. All right. Uh, well done. We're going to take a break. When we come back, Tom Merritt will be here. He's already in the chat. He'll be here physically and videoly. 
so he can tell us about some uh, tech stories of the day. And then uh, we'll go on from there. All right? So hold on to your butts. Brian, play us a song, and then we'll do all those things. Sure. Let's go to a Berlin-based woman uh, who (laughs) you might think is from somewhere else based on her name. Her name is Ava Vegas, A-V-A-V-E-G-A-S. And you might think she's from Las Vegas, but she's not. Even though her full-length LP, Desert Songs, is just came out and um uh it has nothing to do with las vegas either uh this is the first single from it it's called your secrets with me here's ava vegas i 
It's new. New as tomorrow. It's pink. Loving pink, like love's first blush. It's Camay. Loving pink Camay. Hungry for a big honey taste. And we're back, everybody. Hey, who was that one more time? Sure. One more time. That was Ava Vegas from her brand new album, Desert Songs. That's the tune, Your Secrets, with me. That's fantastic. Yes. Check it out, everybody. All right. Let's get uh, ready for this. Kind of in a tough spot here, Tom. Sorry. Well, don't worry about it because he's here to answer any questions you might have. It's Tom Merritt, everybody. Ace Detect on all the dumb things that uh, we call social media. And the host of the Daily Tech News Show, the fantastic tech show that everybody loves. In fact, we're in the thick of Experiment Week, which we'll probably get into a little bit. Mm. Uh, Tom Merritt, welcome back to the show. How are you? Yes. Uh, all the dumb things. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> <laughs> all the dumb stuff. Uh, hey. All the dumb things. So uh, before we get into whatever's popping today, Experiment mm. Week is a pretty cool thing. Do you want to explain people how that works and like what's yeah, going on with so, that? Yeah, um, so <laughs> I'll give you I'll give you the true story of the origins of Experiment Week. All right. um, it is mostly because a lot of the world takes August off. Yeah. Uh, so it becomes a little harder to get guests, uh, and the news slows down because of that. Uh, but also two years ago, my sister was coming to town for the first time since before COVID. Yeah. Uh, and I wanted to spend a little extra time with her. So we, uh, and, and it gives us all a little chance to have a break, uh, you know, in the middle of the year, we get one in December. So it gives us a mid-year break. So we invented experiment week to say like, Hey, let's try some new stuff out. We'll still do daily tech headlines. So what news does happen? You'll still keep up to, up to date. Um, but we'll, we'll try out some, some new material. So the first year, uh, the Tech John, which is still going strong, and Barbecue and Tech, also still going tr- strong, uh, were two experiments that spun out into their own uh, podcasts. Uh, and people liked it enough that we did it again last year, and we're doing it again this year. So each day, instead of a regular episode of Daily Tech News Show, you get the Daily Tech headlines in the DTNS feed and an experiment. Uh, so Monday was, was quite a hit. Uh, Roger Chang interviewing Kate Botello oh. about tech TV. Um, so that was, that was Roger's idea. He, he wanted to, to talk to her and it seems like it was pretty, pretty successful. People really liked it. Roger did a great job. Kate of course is awesome. Yeah. Uh, so that could turn into something. It's still, you know, the middle of experiment week. We don't know for sure, but, sure. uh, but yeah, that, that's why we do it is to try out new ideas. Well, I love it. I think it's a very cool thing. And, um, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like the two-pronged approach, which is you guys get a very deserved break, you know, and you get some rad content. I don't know. I don't know how you could have done that better. It feels like a win-win for everybody. So, so nice job, Tom Merritt. Well, thanks, boss. Uh, well, listen here, subservient employee of mine. Um, <laughs> uh, what else is going on in the tech world? I'm sure something's brewing out there, even though you won't be uh, there at two to talk about it. You'll probably yep. find something in the headlines. What's going on? Oh, for sure. Yeah, I did Daily Tech Headlines uh, today. And one of the things that caught my eyes, this Wall Street Journal article about some scientists at the University of California, Berkeley, analyzing the brain activity of 29 patients who were undergoing brain surgery. So during the operation, they played, and and by the way, during these operations, they regularly scan brain activity. So that was one of the one of the reasons they did it with people undergoing brain surgery. It, it gives them the ability to access uh, brain waves 
without being invasive just for the experiment. They were already going to undergo brain surgery for an epilepsy treatment. Mm. Uh, so it was a way to say like, well, they already are undergoing the risk of the surgery. While they're there, it does not increase the risk to to do some extra scanning. So they did some scanning while they played one time Another Brick in the Wall Part 1. Oh, okay. And the reason they picked Part 1, if you don't know, Part 2 is the one you usually hear on the radio. Yeah. Part 1 is something people are less familiar with. Familiar, because it sounds like Part 2. Sure. Uh, but less familiar with. So they, they wanted it to be something a little bit harder for the brain to process. They took specifically activity recorded from the superior temporal gyrus in the auditory cortex. Mm. And we're able to run that through some algorithms that they developed and reconstruct without telling the algorithms what the original song was, right? They didn't spike the results. Uh, reconstruct something that sounds recognizably like another brick in the wall, part one. Weird. Do you want to hear it? Yeah, I do, actually. Can you play it? All right. Wall Street Journal has a, has a little sample here. So here we go. Yeah, let's hear it. Let's hear it. So wild to it, me. It's not. Weird. It's wow. not like a faithful reproduction. No, of course anything, not. You no. can tell what it is. Yeah, the gist mm-hmm. of that. The the. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know how the is chord, that a the, chord. Uh, I guess yeah, the uh, tone. Yeah, yeah. That you it immediately evoked it. I mean, you may have to tell mm-hmm. me. That, that and there all, was there was you know brick in the wall like yeah. could, <laughs> again I don't know if I would have recognized it not knowing what the, what song it was but you could tell what it was yeah mine would have been uh, repeated over and over how can you have any pudding if you don't eat your meat <laughs> <laughs> is that part one or part two that's part remember, two actually, actually I think yeah. part two yeah part one is a trip and obviously that's a yeah. good good use case for this also perfect band to use for this like mm-hmm. I can't think yeah. of a better example. Uh, well, they, the the uh, scientists who did this are fans of Pink Floyd yeah. and uh, picked this song particularly because we don't need no thought control <laughs> while they're That's doing good. the ability to read people's thoughts, essentially. That's pretty good. <laughs> um, so in terms of um, not practical application, but like moving forward, what 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 is what does this do for them? Where where do they go next? I mean, what, have they said what their ultimate goal is or is just just purely to say? We found a way to sort of read your thoughts. <laughs> well, these are the kinds of questions that everyone asks. So I'm not I'm not picking on you, Scott, right. when I when I laugh at this. But it's like uh, scientists are in pursuit of knowledge for many reasons. Sometimes there is a practical end end use. Sometimes it's because we know there are thousands of practical end uses to this development, uh, even if we don't know specifically what they are. I personally think. The ability to decode the the brainwaves and understand what's going on is incredible. And there are no end of uses, both ill and good, mm. that you could get from them. Uh, my personal feelings on this are, because uh, I'm a bit of an upwinger, uh, that that you should find out how to do things because someone's going to try to find out how to do this stuff anyway. And we should find out how to do things and all work on it so that we can stop the bad things from happening uh, and use them for the good things. And being able to 
read someone's thoughts. I mean, just just imagine the ability to turn someone who's paralyzed uh, into a communicating individual again. Right. Uh, Someone in a coma, perhaps you would be able to find out what they're thinking uh, and whether they can hear you and communicate with them. Like those are just two things off the top of my head that this kind of research contributes to. Yeah. I wonder if like um, I was thinking about Alzheimer's and dementia, if there's a way to tap into parts of the brain that still remember things or you know some of that stuff's just sort of mm-hmm. behind a yeah, wall find out like maybe maybe it's not that they can't remember it's that they can't express what they can right remember. maybe the yeah, interface maybe. is weird right yeah exactly yeah, yeah. yeah that's fascinating stuff um but uh yeah go check it out this is i was just did a search for it it's all over the place apparently this is a big deal so uh go read all about it and uh yeah it's it's one of those impressive things uh, one of the scientists is like yeah i've been working on exactly the same thing for 30 years no one was interested until i i did a pink floyd song and now it captured everybody's <laughs> imagination yeah there's a lesson in that too about uh, i don't know how to get noticed i guess uh for your research but i'd love this kind of stuff and um i always wonder like what does a brain even if it's not musically inclined let's just say i want to know what the tone of tom's brain is uh-huh. That would be interesting. Like, how yeah. discordant are the noises our brains make? Uh, are they, or are they delightful and kind of have a bit of a melody to them? I don't know. I, I want to well, know more. Th- it's a bit of a pop science, so I'm not sure how how true it is. But there's the the sort of factoid out there that we all see colors differently. Yeah. Or yeah. we might. Right. And so, we, we, if we were able to see, like. Oh, that's what orange looks like to Scott. That's weird. That's yeah. not what it looks like to me at all. Like, yeah, I would love uh, th- to see those that. kinds of things would be interesting too. Because I could see you and I could have a whole conversation about red, and you know what I mean when I say something's red, and I know conversely what you would mean by that. But maybe we don't see the same red, right? But also describing red's almost impossible because red is just red. Yeah. You know, and and it, it's in relation, like, well, it's you know, it's a little like orange. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, okay, you're just defining it by another color in the spectrum. So, right. uh, and then then folks with various kinds of color blindness do not agree what's red and what's green. Yeah, right? well, that's true. They definitely don't. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. that's fascinating. Um, all right. Well, more great content like this can be found on all the feeds over there at Daily Tech News Show. Uh, make sure you check out Experiment Week if you haven't been. It's good stuff. Tom Merritt, is there anything else going on that we can tell people about so that they can go check out what you're doing? Yeah, uh, just staying on Experiment Week, um, I am doing the experiment today, and I will start in on it as soon as I'm done talking to Scott live uh, here on Wednesday morning. Mm. Uh, it's uh, news, sports, and weather uh, is the idea. Mm-hmm. I am going to take the process I use for tech news and apply it to the rest of the world to see what I get with. Like if I were to do this for all news, yeah. uh, how, what would it, what would I end up telling you? And and I'm going to do it in a different way than daily tech headlines or, or daily tech news show. I want to present it as if I'm reading the morning paper. Like if right. Tom were creating the morning paper from news on the internet, what would it sound like? This, that's it. what you're going to get. I love it. Do a version. So do a version in your 1930s accent. That's what I want. I'll, I'll throw a little 1930s accent. Yeah, I'll do that for you. I want some newsreel business. Uh, well, that's great. It's Tom Merritt, everybody, and like I said, Ace Detect on all the social media uh, things, even that dumb X thing. Okay, all right. Tom Merritt, all the great. Twitters, all the Twitters. <laughs> we'll see you then. All right. Uh, oh, this did this cut us off? No, it didn't. We're good. No, I'm still here. 
That's great. Uh, even had time to run and, and, and use the facilities. How did, how'd your pee go? Was it a good pee? It, everything came out okay. Oh, good. In the end. Good. <laughs> it wasn't all bloody or anything like that? Oh, jeez Louise. <laughs> you know why? It's because I just saw that episode of Dope Sick where one of the, the investigator DA people has cancer during the Dope Sick series. Mm-hmm. And how he knows is one day he's peeing and it's all coming out red. And I just thought of that. I got to stop watching stuff like that at night. It's going to mess me up for the following day. I think day. so, yeah. Yeah, maybe. It's yeah. not good. <laughs> not good at all. Um, all right. Well, let's do yeah. recommendals. And, I'm so uh, glad you're walking, watching my recommendals, Scott. It feels like Christmas. For oh, me I right love your, your stuff. I have to admit, though, the path that I took on this was... Yeah, was completely Your secure. Honor. Yeah, it was you, so I watched Your Honor based on yeah. Brian. Then this dude, this actor who was also in Fargo Season 3, is amazing. And I went, well, I'd like to follow more. And I went, oh, wait, he was in Dope Sick? Someone recommended that, too. I'm going to finally watch Dope Sick. Mm-hmm. It's really good. I don't care how you get there. I'm just glad you do. Yeah. Michael Keaton is so good in that. God, he is so good. And we get that um, uh, that girl who was in, remember the, uh, the there was a series that had um, Merritt Weaver. Oh, and, um, right. She was on Justified as well. Um, yes. And they didn't believe her as, you know, that she had gotten assaulted sexually assaulted and uh she had two what was that called da's yeah so good anyway she's amazing as always she's never she's not good amazing. That girl, yeah, yeah she's amazing yeah i'd watch her in anything mm-hmm. speaking of which someone i'd watch in anything well what do you recommend <laughs> i would watch nicole in anything uh nicole yeah. sounds creepy i don't mean it to oh, no. <laughs> it doesn't sound Wait, is right that, is that cr- the voice it sounds like a the good place chick. Oh, yes, that is who it is. Is it, is it her? Is that okay. who it is? Okay, I have no idea. Yeah, I think uh, I think you confirmed that uh, a few weeks ago, and it was it's a uh, uh, oh jeez, I can't remember her name either. Yeah, uh, everyone's Kristen, name. I want to say Kristen Stewart, but I know that's Kristen wrong. Bell. Kristen <laughs> Bell. That's it. That is her, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Okay. You captured it. Nah, yeah, that's right. We did this. We've already been through. We've been through this. <laughs> We've been through this. Did I use it's it? your clip. You made the clip. Did I get it from her or did I get it some? I don't know where I got it. I got it. I mean, not from her, but like from I can't her, remember where I, I captured think it. You got it from her. But Who uh, knows? Too many files, too many things <laughs> in my head. Hey, Nicole, it's good to have you here. Randy's out today. He's got a uh, orientation thing for his son at school, so he forgot about oh, it. Oh, okay. We're so doing that soon. Here. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I'm you guys sure. are. Yeah. Uh, let's see, we're next week for kids here. We are too. Yeah. We are too. Okay. We're meeting the teacher tonight. Oh, fun. Mm. Are you uh, yep. are you all geared up to like give them heat and say ah what are you going to do to my kid are you a good teacher like how how I guess how scrutinizing are you in that first meeting uh, I'm not because I used to work at a school oh <laughs> I, yeah I I get it I get it so yeah. that's good no that's I a have- good perspective to have because you know yeah. a lot of people don't they think of teachers as just like well they have to they're babysitting my kids for seven mm-hmm. hours exactly and- yeah. yes. Yeah. Unfortunately, yes. But I think there's a lot more people like me out there, too. Um, but it's like the one, you know, the squeaky wheel. Right. So right. I, I I try to uh, do the gift cards and help out where I can. Nice. And, you know, I get it because yeah. guess what? I've tried. I'm, I'm trying to do homeschool with my other one. And holy, holy moly. Yeah, it's a lot. Right. Holy moly! People think home. People think homeschool is just like you, a legal pad, a chalkboard, and and snacks. Right. It's not dry it no. Exactly. Yeah. It's right. so much no, more I, than I'm, that. I'm exploring. I mean, 
there's so many options out there now. There's like this, this thing called out school and then there's Q bureau and you can like, it's really cool because these kids can like, if it's not working for them in public, you can really create an amazing class schedule online for kids mm-hmm. nowadays. Mm-hmm. So more than and ever. That's what, yeah. we're do- yeah, that's what we're doing. That's awesome. Which, uh, is it for, uh, Mateo. Who, Mateo. Okay, cool. Yeah. He yeah. had some, uh, he had a lot of, he has a lot of anxiety and, and, uh, some health issues, uh, lately. So we're trying an alternate path and it feels weird. Well, somebody who was an anxious kid and, and faced with very little solutions for that sort of thing when I grew yeah. up, because when I was a kid, you know, we're talking mid seventies to early eighties, they didn't have any real solutions no, like right? for us. Yeah. yeah. And it was None. all, and, and homeschooling of any kind was super stigmatized. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Still uh, yeah. is today a little bit, but it's better than it, better than it used to be. Oh, you have somebody in the chat that works. His wife works for OutSchool. Oh no way! That's awesome. Hook up. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Get with Nicole. Seriously, get some hooking up. There's some amazing stuff. So it's just a matter of finding the schedule, getting the classes, and doing it. So all right, we're we're doing it. We're, well, all right then. Good luck on all weird. of that. I can't wait to hear how how it goes. What's your favorite? What's what's your <laughs> what's your favorite thing you're going to teach? <laughs> Do you know oh, I'm not teaching. I'm not, I'm not. Oh, you're just setting up the, the online bit. Okay. That's I'm cool. the, I'm the enforcer. Mm. <laughs> oh. Are you going to, are you going to walk around with I, a, with a, with a dust buster and with a ruler? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so there's something that happens with most kids as they kind of go into their preteen teen years where the parents just become stupid. Like they don't, we don't know anything. Mm. And so I try to do a 3D printing class with him and two of his um, classmates. The two classmates were amazing. I was teaching, they were learning, they were doing. And he's just like, whatever, mom. Yeah, whatever, mom. It's hard sometimes though because you're the mom, right? So I was like, okay, yeah. I don't, I can't, I can't teach you, kid. Yeah, but you can enforce. You can definitely enforce and that's the key. Exactly, exactly. That's awesome. So, um, all right, well, yeah. let's let's get to this. I, I think we have. So, um, I don't have. A, I don't think I have a clip for you or from you. Do I have a clip from you? I did. The, I'm sorry. The, it's yeah, in the it's in the chat. Oh, there it is. I see it now. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, let me pull. Let's go ahead and pull that up, and then Brian will still do yours first. I'm just going to have yeah, this ready. Uh, Brian, explain your your uh, deal. What do you watch? And let's, let's sure. Uh, so mine is something that Tina and I've been anxiously awaiting to see when it finally arrived on streaming last week. We uh, immediately jumped on this. And if you're a film sack listener, you heard you heard that moment when I found out it was available on streaming and uh, said that I was probably going to watch it and probably going to do it for recommendals. And so I'm doing it for recommendals. Awesome. Here's your clip. I just thought that maybe we could spend some time with each other. I'm not spending time with you. You're disgusting. I'm a lot bigger than I was since last time you saw me. No, I'm not talking about what you look like. You'd be disgusting even if you weren't this fat. You'd still be that piece of shit dad who walked out on me when I was eight. All because he wanted to f*** one of his students. Can I have one of these? I could say it's been a long time. I just thought that maybe we can get to know each other. I don't even know I'm here. I can pay you. You want to pay me to spend time with you. And I can help you with your work. 
It's what I do for my job. I can help you pass your classes. You teach online? Yes. Your students know what you look like? I keep the camera shut off. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. I assume this is Ugh. the whale. The whale. That is it's so weird. We were just whale. talking. It's so weird that we're just talking about online school. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> right? he's uh, he's an online school teacher. That's uh, the whale. Uh, came out last year. That uh, Brendan Fraser, of course, in the role that got him an Academy Award. Well deserved. He is so fantastic in this. And um, and there are five people in the film. All five are fantastic. This is so a couple things I want you to know going in, and I'm, I don't want to give anything away, but that clip kind of tells you that that um, Brendan Fraser's character, Charlie, you've all seen probably clips or a photo. He's uh, morbidly uh, obese and is kind of in danger of uh, uh, congestive heart failure and is well aware of it and um, and kind of is reluctant to do anything about it. Um, his daughter, uh, he, he's been trying to connect with, trying to reconnect with, um, that's who you're hearing right there. That's an actress named Sadie Sink and everybody here probably knows her from, um, uh, Stranger Things. She's Max Mayfield. Um, oh, that's yes. why her voice is so freaking familiar. Okay. Yes. And she is so good in this. My God, she's, uh, uh, fantastic. Uh, in this, I'd, I'd say I don't think there's anybody in this that isn't really good. It's um, uh, Hung Chow, who um, the first thing I think of with Hung Chow is um, Watchmen. Mm. Um, she's a Thai actress who was in Downsizing. Um, she got uh, best uh, a nomination for best supporting actress for this for the Whale, um, Inherent Vice, uh, Watchmen, Homecoming. The Night Agent, uh, The Menu. Mm. Um, she's in a lot of stuff. Um, really, really talented. She's She deserves, she deserved uh, at least the nomination that she got for uh, um, for supporting actress. Um, so a couple more things I want to tell you. It, the, the whole thing takes place in Charlie's apartment. And uh, Darren Aronofsky, the director, wanted to have that feeling of kind of claustrophobia and... Uh, and discomfort as you're watching this. The film is also in three, four format. So oh, first really? thing Tina and I started, like when we're watching this, we're like, Oh man, I wonder if there's a version that's widescreen. Why do we get this version? And then did a little looking up and it's like, Oh no, he intentionally did that. Um, also to kind of keep you feeling a little bit on edge when you're, when you're watching it. Wow. I did not know that. Uh, that's interesting. Uh, yeah. they that was a thing that, uh, Wes Anderson talked about with, um, uh, the hotel one. Um, oh, uh, Budapest Hotel. Budapest Hotel Budapest was hotel. like really because they kept changing aspect ratios throughout the film. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. and it was to create to not only a sense you, of time, but it was like also, oh, we're compressed here or we're <laughs> wide here or whatever. So sounds like that. That's right, Graham. Sorry, four three, not three four. But you, you get the idea. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, old school TV. <laughs> um, exactly. Um, yeah, we really enjoy this. This this wasn't. This was surprisingly uplifting for kind of what you expect the content to be. I mean, it's it's a sad story, but um, there are surprising, uplifting moments in this thing. Um, the character, Charlie's character, uh, uh, Brendan Fraser makes this character both sympathetic, but also one of the most positive outlook characters almost to his uh, detriment. 
um, almost seeming like he is uh, um, unaware, uh, but but he's very very positive. He's very hopeful, mm. and um, and I think that that adds such a great level of depth to a character that could just be a one note. I'm I'm massively overweight. Um, I'm sad. That's the character. He he brings in this whole. Uh, extra uh, layer to the character that is just brilliant. Interesting. Um, yeah, the other the other uh, major uh, player in this is Samantha Morton, and we've seen her in things like Pump Up the Volume, um, a lot of stuff. Obviously, that was one of her first <laughs> roles, but uh, she's been in a ton of stuff. Uh, you, you know, uh, Samantha Morton from a lot of uh, a lot of different things. Or wait, was that not? Maybe she's not the Samantha that was in. Um, pump up the volume. I'm looking at her list. She was in Minority Report. Mm. Brian Dunaway. She was Agatha. Mm. So she was one of the three. I think she was the. Oh, she was the, she's the main one. That was yeah. the main precog. Yeah. Yeah, the one that screamed real loud when uh, she knew somebody was coming, and Tom Cruise didn't know or something when they were coming exactly. out to the house. Yeah. Yep, exactly. She's great. Uh, Schenectady, New York. Uh, or no, I'm sorry, Synodosh, New York. Not not Schenectady. That's completely different. Um. Yeah, so, oh, Fantastic Beast and Where to Find Them, she was in. So yeah, she's very good. People have seen her. Yeah. Uh, Samantha Mathis. Thank you, Red Fraggle. Yeah, different Samantha altogether. Sure. Yeah, there's a lot of them. This one is ours. There's a lot of Samanthas. This one is, <laughs> neither of them are mine. Neither of them are yours. <laughs> uh, anyway, great. So the whale, the whale is showing where? Where, where are we? It's streaming on Paramount Plus right now, and I think Showtime as well. So if you have either of those things, it's that whole combo deal between those, but... Um, Paramount Plus is is uh, where you'll uh, um, where you'll go for it. Been wanting to see it, so I'm excited yeah. about this. It was a little middling in terms of reviews at the time. Oh yeah, here it is: sixty four percent from reviewers, wow. but ninety one percent audience. I and a lot of them were saying the if only the movie matched the performance of the amazing performance. Like they're all praising Brendan Fraser, but most of these reviews yeah. are like just the movie's not as good as he is in it or something. Yeah. And maybe, and maybe that is the case, but I'd still say, you know, if his performance is a 10, I still would give the movie like a, a seven or an eight. I still think it's a very good, um, uh, it's a very good film, but his performance in it, the dwarfs, everything else around it, no sure. pun intended, but sure. cause it's just so, it's just so good. I've never seen an Aronofsky um, movie I didn't like, but I also have not seen Mother. So uh, it's entirely possible that if I saw Mother, <laughs> I would not like it. I've heard things we, about that. We liked Mother, but it, it definitely had some weird uh, some weirdness to it. Uh, it's it's uh, that's a movie that's completely done with metaphor, yeah. um, as opposed to you know this or or Pie or um, uh, Requiem for a Dream or any of his other. Yeah, oh, other Requiem characters. for a Dream. Holy shit! Yeah, that's that's that some stuff, man. That's some stuff. Um, yeah. Cool. Watch it. It's really good. It's the whale, and uh, probably not for kids. Um, I don't think kids would enjoy it anyway. So, yeah. But uh, but watch uh, it. Uh, watch, watch it with it. your watch it with your adults. Watch it with all your adult <laughs> friends. I like it. That's right. Exactly. All right, Nicole. Uh, we got something yes. up for you here. Tell me about this, and uh, I'll play your clip. What do you got? It is a topic that um, I experienced because I was part of this craze. And it has been turned into a drama movie. Uh, I will tell you that it's, a, I'm sure it's an over-exaggeration. Uh, it 
also stars Zach Galifianakis. And this is my second movie in a row that I'm recommending as Zach Galifianakis. Oh, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> last, last, last week it was Ron's Gone Wrong, and this week is this one. Mm. All right, I'll play it. We also talked about him yesterday, Brian, uh, with that. He's not in this clip. It's, right. It's, we yeah, talked about him in that one. Comedians of Comedy or whatever I told oh, you about. Oh, that's what it was. It was the Comedians of Comedy. Yeah, exactly. Oh, We're yeah. coming up Galifianakis every day here on the show. All right. Uh, here's the clip. I'm going to hit play. Here we go. Well, if it's any consolation, everyone knows you're the one really running the show. It isn't. I created and built this company. And I have no rights, no salary claims. How is that even possible? Because the system isn't designed for people like us. <gasps> I spent my whole life taking care of people. And I thought Ty was the one person who didn't need that. Oh, goodness. It seems mm. dark and deep. Wow. Tell, tell me more. What is this? <laughs> So this is actually a comedy, I think. It's is it? on Apple Plus. <laughs> yeah, I think. Yeah, they, <laughs> I think. I mean, so it's 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 a it's a dramedy. Um, it's about the Beanie Baby Bubble, and it's called the Beanie. It's called the Beanie Bubble. I think what I love most about that clip that I shared with you is the one comment: "These movies are getting ridiculous. Soon we'll be seeing about hungry, hungry hippos and shoots and ladders." <laughs> <laughs> Espionage movie about Hasbro. Yeah, I'm in. I'm all in. I mean, look so these what? stories. Who's ever heard of the the story behind the Beanie Babies? I never have. I'm I'm interested no, in this. Ty, because Ty Warner is a weird genius. That um, this movie, in fact, it's so far off of what actually happened that the only person in the movie that actually they kept their the name was Ty Warner. Everybody else's name has been changed because I think they realize it. it they're kind of embellishing, mm-hmm. but they do. I've watched. I think I recommended um, the Beanie Mania uh, documentary. I think that was on Hulu a, a while back, yeah. and okay. that really does look at the rise of the Beanie Babies as investments. And the rise of the internet and eBay. Like there's a lot. I mean, it's ridiculous that we're talking about Beanie Babies. But the Beanie Baby and Ty Warner, it was like the right time, the right place. He had the right people around him. And this this movie kind of shows the women around him that helped create this huge company and industry and like, almost frenzy to, to get the, I mean, I was part of it. I would go to my local Hallmark store searching for Beanie Baby, hmm. just looking for Beanie Babies. <laughs> I had a crazy collection of Beanie Babies that I just sold years, years. I mean, I wouldn't, uh, finally Mark was like, you need to get rid of the Beanie Babies. I'm like, all right, <laughs> fine. <laughs> but here's what's, here's what's crazy. If you go on TikTok and you look up Beanie Babies, there's a whole group of TikTokers that they're creating the frenzy again around these damn oh, stuffed no, animals. Really? Oh, geez. Yes. So this story is a dramatization of that documentary, Beanie Mania, which looks at Ty Warner. And the, doc- the, the movie kind of goes 
back and forth. And so it's like 1980, 1983, and then it's 1990 something. And so they kind of go back and forth. It's a little, the pacing is a little off, but I think they're, they're trying to show these three women that Ty knew in his life and, and how they were instrumental in creating the, the company and the craze. Interesting. This it's, tie, it's, it's um, just a, I'll say this. I look at screens, like just screenshots mm-hmm. from the film, and Zach Galifianakis is unrecognizable. He is. Without right? that uh, beard, mustache and beard, man, he is, yeah. Absolutely so wild if, to me. If you look up pictures of Ty Warner, um, mm-hmm. you you quickly see that he he enjoyed um, facelifts. Oh, yeah. Really? And oh, so, really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. And so even in in this movie... <laughs> There's a whole scene about Zach Galifianakis and getting facelifts and and like what happened with who actually created the beanies themselves and the poems that went with them and then who got credit and like it shows Ty Warner is a very manipulative person and in, in that clip you heard Elizabeth Banks um, she is actually. Um, his business partner that started the company with him. And then later she finds out that she has no, she has no, she has nothing as far as showing her ownership in that company, but she helped him build that company. Wow. So I'm looking at, uh, it's funny. She went right from directing cocaine bear to acting in this. (laughs) She's so busy. Um, but yeah, it's, I look at that picture of Galifianakis and it's just, I can't even see him. It's just crazy to me. All right. Man, I wish I was rich for my Beanie Babies. There's no way. I, I oh. they're just they're just stuffed animals. They're just stuffed exactly. animals. You it know, all as, as we're thing. all collectors, and uh, we all have these high hopes that our, you know, foil alternate version issue of Deadpool yeah. twelve is going to be worth something someday. But yeah. uh, once in a while you get so, lucky. But these things, I yeah. think you're. As far as I know, nobody's nobody's sitting on a, a you know a gold mine of Beanie Babies now. Well, there's one in particular that I know. It's Peanut the Elephant. He's a blue elephant, and he's apparently very, very rare. Okay. But again, actual peanuts. (laughs) But it it, it kind of talks about this this idea of creating scarcity when it doesn't need to be there, right? So, how do we trick trick a group of people to say, oh, there's only so many of these? And you see, like, the first scene actually does happen in real life. Mm. Um, but they kind of made it more. So the first scene is a big semi truck getting into an accident and beanie babies just flying everywhere. Mm. And then like everybody's stopping and to, <laughs> to scoop up the beanie babies and they're fighting. And so while the accident oh did, the accident did happen. It didn't, people didn't stop and fight to oh, really get beanie babies. Okay. A little <laughs> so sensationalized. It's, yeah. 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 So, so yeah, um, need to see it. It's, it is, an, yeah, it's, it's entertaining. Um, and it's kind of cool to look back at that time, the yeah. NFTs of the nineties. <laughs> yeah. yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, and there's, you know, like you said, stuff like this still goes on. Uh, Post Malone just spent 2 million bucks for a magic card. For that one we were, ju- magic we were card. just yeah. talking about that. Yeah. Uh, we yeah. went to. I went to Canes and I'm like, why is there, why are there post Malone Canes cups? <laughs> Do you know why? It's because he opened his own Canes here in Salt Lake city. That's the whole thing. Yep. 
And, yeah, the, yeah. and that location is all pink and mauve, and I still haven't gone, but I want to go there bad. Oh, funny. And apparently he's so, in there like a couple of times a week now, so I might even get a sighting. Might see him. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So you know what this reminds me of, too? I like our collector mindset. Do you remember an episode in Amazing Stories? Remember that Steven Spielberg oh, yeah. show? Loved it. There was an episode mm. where uh, it's just a lot of those episodes stuck to me. And it was a, a guy and he was told to basically save everything and he would be rich. And he ended up living in, in like nothing, but he kept everything. And then, you know, 30, 40 years and he's an old man. And then he has all these collectibles and that's how he becomes rich. Oh, wow. So, yeah. I mean, I guess it can um, happen if you, if you get the right thing and you don't even know it until you're, you know, right. until time passes. Right. So, yes. And that's what it kind of was showing. Like, he had like all these old pennies and like he just saved everything. And, and then he was like, I thought I was supposed to be rich. And then he yeah. has all the, all the collectible stuff. So Brian, what, what if getting rid of all these um, Funko pops is what if we screwed up? What if we're, those going to make us rich yeah, one day? Maybe I'm all right with that. I feel better getting rid of them. <laughs> so, I thought they were, were they, I mean, is Funko, I heard a story that they were destroying Funko's. Um, they were, they have overstock on stuff. The story was that they were destroying stuff that couldn't move. So it's a bit like, yeah. it's like burying the ET cartridges for the Atari yeah, 2600. Exactly. It's, it's a little like, like that. Yeah. yeah. You know, J list characters that <laughs> from, from movie franchises that yeah. no one was ever going to buy. There are some of those. Like when I so, I sold my, um, I forget which one it even was, but I sold one that was apparently sort of rare. I got 60 bucks for it. It's not bad. Oh, nice. It's not, yeah. it's not, a, you know, it's not making me rich, but I sold it on eBay for right. a decent price. So I think there's still, there are plenty of little examples of what Beanie Babies was, but now it's tons of different things and it's so yeah. prominent that you don't, you don't think of it in the same way because that was like a legitimate like moment in time, whereas now it's like everybody does it. I don't know if you can blame yeah. that on mm-hmm. Beanie Babies. I don't know if they were the first, but it feels like comic book collectors would say we were the first. So yeah, right. I don't know. Right. Baseball, I would say baseball. Oh, baseball cards. cards baseball yeah, cards. Sure. Yeah. There you go. Of course. Yeah, good yeah. call. That's actually more. That's yeah. probably closer. And those are still. If you have the right ones, those are still extremely mm-hmm. lucrative. I still have all my baseball cards. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna be One rich. Day. One day they'll be worth, I don't know. Hundreds, <laughs> tens <happen>. of dollars, <laughs> tens of hundreds of dollars. Tens of dollars. Yeah. Uh, that's all my stuff will be worth. Um, all right, there you go. That's, uh, the beanie bubble are currently on Apple yes. TV plus. Um, we'll put that at quick of course. And, uh, I found out the, the beanie mania documentary you mentioned is on max currently, and I'm going to be watching that oh, as okay. well. Uh, cause I, that is interesting to me. All right. That dives into the the women in Chicago that started the websites that put value on them okay. that were kind of like Ty Warner wanted to sue them. Oh. They, he was like thinking, oh, I better protect my copyright. Right. And he was so hmm. to watch both is kind of interesting. I found an old VHS thing on I think TikToks where I first saw it. And then I saw the whole things on YouTube. But they're basically old tapes that were made by somebody to say do i have a fake one or is it a real beanie baby mm-hmm. so it was like I how to so detect many, a counterfeit I had so many fake ones yeah it was a real thing man it's crazy <laughs> yeah. that cabbage patch there's like a bunch of 80s examples 90s examples of stuff that was just like what the hell is going on yeah 
Yeah. I'll have to send you a very funny TikTok of Mateo going to the local Pokemon store for kids trade night. Yeah. And they look at all the cards and he had the most fake cards of any kid ever. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, shoot. That's oh, a bummer. That's so funny. Where, does he get, yeah. where do you get some fake cards? You trade them with other kids or something? Or is that? Yeah. He, I mean, he's just trading. So parents are going on Amazon. You can get like oh, sure. a whole stack yeah. for like 20 bucks. That's wild. To so, me. yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, here's mine. Uh, our final recommendal of the day. It is in a movie from 2007. And I'd never seen it. And when I saw Netflix telling me that it was only going to be there for a little bit longer, I thought, well, I better consume it now because I don't know when I'll see this. Oh. So here's your clip. Mr. Congressman. Mr. President. <laughs> Joanne Herring speaks very highly of you. Oh, well, thank you, sir. Thank you. These are two of my brightest advisors when it comes to the problem of the Soviets. <laughs> this is Brigadier Rashid. How do you do? Pleased to meet you. Colonel Mahmood. How do you do? Pleased to meet you. Please come. Thank you. You must be thirsty. Can we get you a drink? Oh, actually, I'd love a glass of ice and any kind of whiskey. Rye, Canadian. Uh, I'm sorry, Congressman. We don't have alcohol in the presidential residence. Of course. All right. That doesn't sound familiar. It is uh, Tom Cruise, or Tom Cruise, Tom Hanks. <laughs> Wrong Tom. Tom Hanks uh, talking to the leadership of Pakistan, or sorry, um, Afghanistan, in uh, the movie Charlie Wilson's War, which uh, up until about a week ago, for whatever reason, I well, probably because they collaborate so much, but I was sure Spielberg directed this. I don't know why I thought that. It's Mike Nichols who directed it. Uh, he's a famed director as well and, you know, known for all sorts of stuff, including, um, oh, gosh, uh, help me think of it. The Graduate's a big green, one. Green uh, Card is the, the thing that first comes to mind with uh, yep. me. Green Card, Graduate, The Birdcage, love The Birdcage. All those are much better movies than Green Card. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Bloxy Blues, Working Girl, Silkwood. Oh, yeah, I mean, right. the dude's a legendary dude. He died some years ago, but... Anyway, uh, Green Card's Peter Weir, by the way. Never mind. I even have the wrong director on oh, Green Card. Oh, that's a that must have been a dark day for Peter Weir because all his it movies are good, but that one's not that great. That one's not that great. Um, anyway, Mike Nichols, amazing director, and uh, and I figured that out. I went, well, I'll watch this. Let's see this. This also had Julia Roberts and uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman in it, and Hoffman steals every scene he's in, which was typical for his career. It feels like mm -hmm. he was extremely good as Gust Aravakotos. I think is how you say the guy's name. It's a very uh, Greek name. Gust is an amazing name with a T. Gust, yeah. Um, anyway, it is really good. It reminded me a little bit, not quite as fourth wall breaking. Well, not at all fourth wall breaking, but you know how how the big short uh, mm. was a way of yeah. showing a historic thing, but doing mm -hmm. it in a way that you could consume it. And very so there's digestible, some, yes. And there's right. some comedy mm. in there to kind of lighten things up and all that. That's yeah. what this is, I think, for this. This is a real story about uh, the character named Charlie Wilson. He was a congressman uh, during the late 70s and early 80s. And uh, he basically was on all the right committees so that he could take it on himself to help fund the Afghan resistance against the Soviet invasion and is credited for essentially winning that war for Afghanistan at the time. Things are all very different now. And of course, what Afghanistan became later is a whole other issue. And this movie does sort of touch on that because, again, it comes out in 07. We know a lot about the Taliban and Afghans 
what's going on in Afghanistan in 07 because we've invaded that country and supposedly kicked them out. Uh, even now there's news about how the Taliban is back to their old selves and, and completely fortified again since we pulled out. And this movie touches on those issues of whether anybody, U.S. or otherwise, should even go into places, try to create change or regime change or, uh, you know, even if it's all with a even if it's the best intentions, should we even do that? Because we end up kind of effing it up worse when we leave or sometimes it's worse off than when we got there. Like and not just sometimes most of the time it's kind of like that. So it's it, it has it, it asks those questions, but does so in a way that is like Brian just used the word digestible. I think is a good word for it. Um, Charlie Wilson was a very interesting dude who <laughs> was uh, he was a Democrat from Texas. It was back when most most uh, most of the South were Democrats. Uh, that's changed quite a bit <laughs> since then. Um, but <laughs> yeah. but a very different kind of Democrat. And he was kind of a weasel. He was sleeping around. He was you know did did some drugs in a in a in a hot tub with some some models. Oh, wow. this kind of stuff. But but it was kind of like you know tapped away, kind of kept hidden from people. Nobody mm-hmm. really knew about it. But he felt really strongly about this. Really wanted to help those people. Amy Adams is great in it as his assistant. Uh, Julie Roberts plays this rich Texas woman who is big into philanthropy and she wants to help the Afghans as directly as she can. There's a bunch of stuff with, with her. Uh, Emily wow. Blunt in one of her first roles. Really? Oh, yeah. wow. This is like a cavalcade of stars. A-list and current A-list yep. stars. Peter Garrity. I know you like him. He's in a bunch mm-hmm. of stuff we see. Anyway, yep. it's excellent. It's really good. I remember at the time people raved about it and they were right to do so. It's only on Netflix for probably another... Probably the end of this month is my guess is when it goes away. So if you haven't ever seen this movie, it's worth picking up. It holds up. Um, it didn't didn't have like it didn't feel like it aged. Uh, the battle scenes, which are brief, all looked super realistic. And if you want to see Philip Seymour Hoffman and one more thing he was great in, then uh, this would be this would be it. It's Charlie Wilson's War currently on Netflix. Cool. Yeah, I'm uh, surprised. I've never seen this, and to, to all the accolades that that it receives. So. Yeah, you should. I think it got a. Best Picture nomination that year. It didn't win, but it was up there. Anyway, it's very good, Brian. I think you'd like it. And uh, all of you as well. Check uh, quicktms.li for this and all the titles we talked about today. And uh, Nicole, is there anything else you'd like to say before we end this segment today? <laughs> I sent you the picture of Mateo. Yeah, <laughs> the TikTok, yeah. Are you there? Oh, it's cute. <laughs> Hold on, I'm bringing it up. Man, this kid got old quick, you know? Yeah, yeah he did. Yeah. He did. Oh, look at him waving. He's got his little bag of cards. Dude, this is the best life right here. Like a fake Pokemon cards. He's like, yeah, fake Pokemon cards. (laughs) (laughs) He's so happy. They're real to me, man, he would say. You know, kids right here. They're just just into what they got. Look at him waving. He's a cute kid. He is. he's 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 a miniature Mark in like every way. You just see him yep. and go, oh my gosh, Mark is genetically uh, responsible for that kid. <laughs> anyway, uh, Nicole, have so a fan- good week. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Oh, good week, oh, you said. Have a great week. Oh, they said, oh, oh wait. Oh, you too. Uh, I know, that's what I heard too. Oh, wait. Oh, wait, I have one more thing. <laughs> okay, I kicked her out. Uh, oh, wait, have a great week. <laughs> good, good selection this week, though. Good stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to check all these Something out. Something for everybody. Um, And it is funny, we were just talking about something. You you talked about, and then my movie had kind of a connection to that. What was it? Oh, there are two Charlies. That's what it was. Oh, right. Yes. 
If only Nicole could have planned, you know, back when we would do that, uh, all of our recommendals, recommendals had to be fit either a certain theme because we had those cards that we'd yeah. play that game with. Yeah, you know? it's all, uh, if you don't have Charlie, then get out. Exactly. We'll, Charlie or bust. Yeah, exactly. Well, we'll pretend Randy had a Charlie, but he couldn't be on. Sure. How about that? Sure. Uh, that's going to do it for... Are about a movie with Charlie? <laughs> Charlie's Angels 1 and 2. Uh, <laughs> Uh, that's it for us. I'd like to remind you that this show is propered. Propered is propped up by you, is what I meant to say. <laughs> propered. We are propered, propered. over at Patreon.com/slash/TMS. You know the drill. You know what you get out of it. Go check it out. I'm putting up new art uh, right now for the month, and I uh, can't wait to do that. I want it to be in your hands. If you want to have that sort of thing and uh, receive all the other benefits you get from being a patron, Patreon.com/slash/TMS. All else can be found at Frogpants.com/slash/TMS or Sleash. I don't know why I said Sleash. I can't talk today, apparently. So I'll just All end right. this and okay. say, hey, Brian, why don't you play us a song so I can reset my freaking vocabulary? Please do. You, you go reboot, and I'll uh, I'll take it from here. Uh, Kevin, also known as Icor in our chat room, wrote in and said, hey, Snoopy and bald-headed kid, it's been one year since my sister left us. Snoopy and Charlie Brown were a big part of our childhood, thus your nicknames for this email. Rather than request a sad song, I'd like to hear something happier. If you have time, could you play Linus and Lucy by Bela Fleck and the Fleck Tones or any fun cover of that song? It would also be nice to have a tender crisp bacon cheddar ranch burger. Glove oh the oboe. Gosh. Signed, Kevin. It's been a while. Let's see. It would be this one. Dump. Nope. Don't do that guy. <laughs> Here it is. The tender crisp bacon cheddar ranch. Got it. Nice. All right. Got it. Uh, yeah, this is uh, from Bela Fleck and the Fleck Tones. comes from his album Jingle All the Way, which, of course, has a bunch of, as you'd expect, uh, Christmas songs on it. But um, since Linus and Lucy, that song was also part of the Charlie Brown, uh, Brown Christmas. Uh, it's included here as well. Here's Linus and Lucy by Bela Fleck and the Fleck Tones. We'll see you guys on Monday. And don't forget, we got uh, Couch Party this weekend. Uh, more more uh, the She-Hulk there going on That's tomorrow right. for patrons and then um uh, film sack this weekend we're doing uh, uh tom hanks and emily blunt speaking of the tom and the blunt <laughs> that's right tom hanks doing his own stunts and uh, live die repeat live yeah. die repeat uh wait that was that what it was called yeah it is no, no. it's called edge of tomorrow <laughs> that's a, that's right because the book was called live die repeat yeah, and then people, you know, it should have been called Live, Die, Repeat, because yes. that's a far better name. Completely agree. And there's rumor of a of a sequel, which I'm very excited yes. about. Yes, yeah. Anyway, that's this weekend. Thank you all for listening. We'll see you then.
Get more at frogpants.com. Give me the box! Oh. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 